Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 49 Part 3. And in this episode, I'll be talking about NXT UK Episodes 13 and 14, NXT Episode 481, 205 Live Episode 106. Let me turn the page here to see what... Yep. Uh, main Event Episode 323 and a couple of movies and a couple of TV shows. Um, so the, uh, get started with those. Um, first I saw Ralph Breaks the Internet, finally. It came out Thanksgiving weekend, I believe, so it's been out for about two weeks now. And, um, I, I really enjoyed it. Lots of, um, lots of great stuff in it. Uh, funny references to all kinds of internet memes and things like that. Although I, I that was kind of funny. Um, well, I guess it makes sense, but, um... In the world of Ralph Breaks the Internet, um, YouTube exists, but he uses this other video website instead um, that's uh, fictional, which, um, you know, it, it it's fits the mechanics of the of the thing better, and um, then people don't think that that's how YouTube works for monetization, that you get, you get paid for likes and not for views. Um, but anyway, I don't want to spoil anything really about it. Um, it's just a really fun movie, and I like how it still is focused a lot on the video games, um, especially as far as is it Vanellope? Is that is start with a V? Um, I thought I was going crazy because I don't I don't remember her actual I don't don't remember her her exact name. From the first movie and at first i thought they were saying penelope but then they were not pronouncing a p at, anyway i'm pretty sure it's venelope and i'm not gonna look it up because my phone is in airplane mode so i don't get weird interference stuff going on anyway i recommend it ralph breaks the internet it's very fun but a movie that i recommend way more than that and way more than any other movie this entire year or decade or century um, uh, is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Holy crap, this movie is good. Like, oh, it's so, it's so good. And I got to see it early because at AMC they were playing it a whole week early for some reason. Maybe even two weeks early. I, when does it officially, I think it officially comes out next week but um it's made its premiere already um their their grand premiere opening the red carpet deal but uh oh i wish i had taken some more notes on like who directed it, who wrote it and all, um is it phil phil lord i think of of the duo that's be that was behind the lego movie um they both produced it but phil lord wrote the um screenplay by himself i believe um or at least the you know how the tiers of writing go with feature films but anyway that's aside the point this is like oh yeah you know how akira changed animation it changed film really um because of how groundbreaking the visuals and all that what you can do with animation and uh, the storytelling with animation, all of that. 
this is like that. That this is I've never seen anything like this film before. Um not just the style of it, but very much the style of it, but they how they can they how they use that style to present something that you couldn't do with a live action film. Um just with uh the I, I don't even know how to explain it really. Just go see it. There were there there is some times I don't a hundred percent like all of the visual choices. Um, because um, sometimes I was wondering, like, should I, should I have three glasses on right now? Because they have kind of the, um, what is that word? It, it's like fra- the 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 colors are like, because um, it's kind of like du- it's kind of reproducing like the duotone type of look, um, or the uh, just the printing slightly offset printing of the different of the different colors. Um, so at times it makes things a little bit blurry if you're noticing those things, but um, that's totally was on purpose. Every single like, there's no way nothing in this film is is accidental as far as the the look and feel of it goes. And um, I think seeing it from not being as close up because I was maybe like the third row um in theater that that might have um kind of even out a little bit as the as more of the picture is in my field of vision um so, but but i don't want to focus on the bad things about because that that's literally the only thing that um uh, that i didn't 100 percent enjoy um the story is 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 very good um, both from a character standpoint and from a larger science fiction standpoint, and it did have a lot of similarities to to Fringe. If I see this, if I'm able to see, I'm, I'm going to try to see this movie again in the theater. Um, but at some point, I want to do like a full spoiler, um, at the very least, when it comes out on video, um, and talk about all the similarities to Fringe and um, and other stuff like that. Um, so basically, if you don't know what Into the Spider-Verse is about, is about um, it's about all the different Spider-Men. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Because there's like a, a billion of them in the comic books. But um, a bunch of them end up getting sucked into the uh, original Earth. And they don't really mention the different um, universes by name. They, they show them by name like at one point but even that's like e-1032 and things like that um but they're they have, they have to get back or else they're going to disintegrate or expl- explode or whatever is bad is going to happen um for from being in the wrong universe and uh so they're they're just all trying to get back and sh- to shut down they're trying to shut down this machine that uh, Kingpin has created that um, uh, he's uh, he has his reasons for it but um, it's, it's causing all kinds of havoc it's like basically destroying the entire city the entire u- universe really but we only see the local effects of it so anyway I think that's enough 
to go off of like that's more than enough i would say go watch the trailer gives you a good idea of everything you have uh john mulaney as spider ham one of my favorite things about it um but uh uh yeah it's 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 good good stuff even better lego the lego batman movie was really good this one is even better because it doesn't it doesn't rely on pop cultural pop pop culture references at all except for um you know just the spider-man lore itself um they don't even there there are spider-man comics in this universe um talking about the exploits of the actual spider-man that exists in that universe and um but other than that you know there's there's no reference to other spider-man movies um like the lego batman movie does um and there's no it's not it's not just jam-packed with cultural references like uh ralph breaks the internet is so yeah i think that's i think that's enough talking about that until i do a full spoiler review of it go watch it as soon as possible as often as possible if you like it if you see it more than once if you don't like it then don't go see it as often as possible although technically that seeing it just the once would be as often as possible right so anyway spider-man into the spider-verse i think i have that title right it's either into or enter pretty sure it's into but um oh it's it's great and it's the first time miles morales is in a, a feature film um and that that's super awesome um and also spider gwen all of this you see in the trailer that you have spider gwen he also has spider-man noir voiced by nick cage he's great um uh yeah and then there's some there there's other there's a, a few other characters um classic characters you may be familiar with other characters that are super bizarre they uh they'll be like what is going on with this type of thing um okay let's stop talking about it go see it spider-man into the spider-verse um all right this uh we're nearing the end of survivor david versus goliath um this was the final eight episode i don't know what actual episode number it was i didn't write that part down but i did like the challenges the challenges weren't nearly as awesome as the last last week was four they had four challenges because it was a double episode but this one was still pretty good uh it was a loved ones reward challenge um, there's an obstacle course uh, they, they competed in pairs and there's an opt- obstacle course that ended with um, getting balls, two balls up onto a high up rail um, and uh, that, was, that was pretty good but the Love Ones Challenge is more about the excitement of the, the people winning the chance to spend time with their loved ones um, so that, that, was, that was interesting um the the people who won was interesting and who they chose to go um kind of split the groups exactly in half so there's four and four um so that made things um uh weird for one or two people um and then we had the immunity challenge which was an endurance thing holding a, a pole it was holding a 
whole contraption that if it wavered too much, the bucket of water would fall off and dump onto the contestant um, standing. And they're also standing in like a little balance beam thing. Um, so it, it's, a uh, you know, not the most original. I mean, they've done this, I don't know, in this exact form. Um, they've done this type of thing before. But um, they're still, you know, it's, it's designed to have tension and uh, suspense and all that. Especially the water buckets that are suspended above their heads. So um, I, I'm excited to see what else happens. The, the whole, everything that went down at Final Tribal Council, not Final Tribal Council, at Tribal Council um, for this episode was great. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens going forward. I, I don't know if I watched the preview for next week, but there has to be only like two more weeks, um, of the show, like one more regular episode. Maybe there's a double episode next week. That would be great. And then, um, week before Christmas, I think is the finale because otherwise it's going to happen after christmas which is like a weird time to get everybody out there for the um live finale and all that but maybe not. i don't know i have no idea all right so let's talk about all the wwe stuff real quick um nxt uk episode 13 um for some reason i this week i decided to take a lot more notes than i use than i have been um but I did miss the first couple. I didn't write down what the first match from this episode was. I don't remember what it was. But um, this was Fabian Eichner versus Mark Andrews. I really enjoyed that match. Um, since it's the first of like 50 matches on this list, I can't tell you anything specific about it. But I wrote a little, I drew a little thumbs up next to that one. Um, Sid Scala is now the assistant to the general manager. And uh, Rhea Ripley thinks that he's adorable. Look at this. Look at his cheeks. That was a pretty fun segment. Um, Isla Dawn defeated Nina Samuels. Um, Eddie Dennis continues his undefeated streak in NXT UK versus Tucker. Um, he's undefeated against everybody, not just versus Tucker, but he defeated Tucker on this episode. And then the main event, uh, Flash Morgan Webster versus Jordan Devlin, and Jordan Devlin came out on top. Um, so uh, a little light on the women's action in this episode. Um, like I've said before, I'm most interested in that um, division of NXT UK. So when there's only like one match on the episode, I'm not as tuned in as I usually am. Um, NXT UK 14. Uh, we had Joseph Connors versus Dan Maloney. Um, Joseph, Joseph Connors came out on top there. Dave Mastiff, Dave Mastiff defeated Wild Boar. That's his nickname, but I didn't write down his real name. I don't remember what his real name is. Not his real name, but like his, his not nickname. But not his real name. Could be his real name also, but you know what I mean. Um... <laughs> Then we had Ligero versus T-Bone. Uh, Ligero won that match. And uh, Rhea Ripley, her first title defense versus Candy Floss. Um, this, this, this gal with a lollipop. And I was expecting he was just going to destroy her right away. But uh, Candy 
put up a, a good good fight. Um, Nigel reminded us that Candy Floss is um, what they call in the UK. Uh, um, what is it? Can cotton candy? That's right. That's right. Um, which I think okay, okay, cotton candy I think makes sense for the end product. Candy floss makes sense for like how they make it. Um, so if you never if you've never seen how it's made, then you're like, why? You'd probably be like, why is this called floss? That's so weird, because it's not like floss at all. But it is when they're because they're it's like it's like in, in tendrils, like a spider spinning a web, uh, not not a web, like spinning up its uh, binding up its prey with its spider floss. Could could Spider Man use his floss as floss? No, it'd stick. It would stick to his teeth. That's not good. It's a lot thicker than typical floss, I think. I think it's not. He's just drawn thick so you can actually see it. Um, and then the main event, Wolfgang versus Travis Banks. Um, Travis Banks won with a little bit of help, um, or at least a neutralization of help, by uh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Um, so uh, th th these two forces... Oh, I forgot to look that up. They're, are they Gallus with a G or is it Callus with a C? I don't know. This whole group of Wolfgang and um, and those other guys, <laughs> they're brothers. Um, <clears throat> and I forget their last name. I definitely don't remember their first names. Anyway, these two forces, the NXT, NXT UK, are going going against each other. Um, is I think next week. I think in the next episode, they're going to talk about the uh, UK tag team situation. Um, so we'll see that. And there's going to be a fatal four-way? No, I'm thinking of regular NXT. They're, they're going to... I don't know if they do. They, they haven't... Um, oh, yeah, that's the thing with Sid Scala and, um, and Johnny Saints when Rhea Ripley came, came in. She's demanding that they find suitable competition for her and i don't know if candy floss is what they came up with or if that's something that Rhea set up herself in the meantime but um yeah i'd like to see her go it, it may it would make sense for her to go up against um some of the people who um i'd say dakota kai because i think she was eliminated in the semi-final round um because i think it was Dakota was it Dakota versus Tony? Can't remember. Whoever whoever Tony eliminated in the semifinal round, I think would make the most sense to be the next challenger. Um, because they were the next closest to fighting Rhea and they haven't faced Rhea yet in NXT UK. Or have they? I think. Before the tournament they've fought each other. Anyway. All right, um, let's talk about X NXT episode 481. Um, we had Matt Riddle versus the debuting, the debutting, um, Punishment Martinez. This was a, a pretty killer match. Um, Riddle did not finish him off right away like he did with Cassius Ono, um, but he did win via submission, and then uh, Cassius Ono attacked Riddle afterwards. 
Uh, it was announced that there would be women's number one contender fatal four-way. Bianca Belair having already qualified um, over the weekend at a live event. And then the other three will be um, determined in the next couple of weeks before the actual match occurs. Um, I think the, the match will be in three weeks. So that, that'll be pretty awesome. Uh, we had Men Men Mendoza and Carrillo versus the Forgotten Sons. This match had some great stuff. That's all I wrote. I don't remember what the great stuff was. Um, but go check that match out. It must have been good if I wrote that much about it. Um, what does that say? Oh. Undisputed Era, they're talking about the Mighty, and they said they're more like the Weaky, which is not a word, but now it is, because they said so. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler won um, with interference from Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, um, but Dakota did escape that elbow stomp that took her out of action the last time, not the last time she faced Shayna Baszler, but... Um, you know, the first real time that they went up against each other. Yeah. Um, so that, that was great. It was a great callback. And uh, Dakota um, adapting, remembering. Um, and, I mean, obviously, she must have thought about um, that a lot. And had thought, how is she going to escape it? Make her think that it's going to happen. And then right at the last minute, whoop. Slip out of the slip out of the way, and she almost got the upper hand. But the, those freaking uh, freaking lackeys outside of the ring. But Io came to the to the rescue, and uh, they were able to fight them off. Um, so that that was cool to see. And they had an awesome segment with Champa and Alistair and Johnny Gargano. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, that's right. Um, Champa calls uh, him Johnny Badass, and he's really he's really getting these two riled up against each other. He says, "You know what I think? I think you two should have been in a cage." Um, so he's really manipulating these guys when really both of them should have just just walked him right in the face. But maybe if they did that, then they lose their chance at the championship. Um. But eventually, uh, eventually, Oster Black did hit. <laughs> Champa was getting a little bit too confident. He's just hanging there on the on the apron, um, outside of the ropes, um, as they're uh, facing off against each other, staring each other down. Um, but then out of nowhere, Oster Black hits Champa in the face with the black mass. So that's how we end that episode. I'm looking forward to see whatever happens with these. Um, these three and the championship Goldie as he's called has been called lately and uh yeah great great ending to the episode the rest of the episode maybe wasn't super memorable but that that last segment was was fantastic um then over on 205 live which aired before NXT but I watched it afterwards and saved it for the next day so I already watched like three hours of stuff straight to catch up um, but Drew Gulak versus the Brian Kendrick. Um, Kendrick wins via disqualification, 
Uh, Drew is disqualified when Jack attacks Kendrick. Um, then we had Arya Davari versus Clay Roberts. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Davari just totally destroyed this guy. Um, like, way more than necessary. He could have gone for a pin, like, a minute into the match, probably. But he kept going, and the ref calls the match because the poor Clay Roberts just can't is just lifeless there in the ring um and then the main events uh Kalisto and Lisa Dorado versus Mike Canellis and TJP this is a tornado tag match and uh so it's essentially Lucha House rules except that um Grand Metallic wasn't there I believe Grand Metallic wasn't on um no he was on Raw because they had the Lucha House rules or, or whatever I think that he, I think that they went back down to, um, uh, went back down to Mexico for the, um, and, uh, other places down south. They were, they had tryouts, they had NXT tryouts at, uh, in Mexico. Um, so I think he, he was involved with that, um, Almas and, uh, Zelina Vega were involved in it, and I believe um, Rey Mysterio was involved somewhat with all of that. So, and, and I know a, a, a little bit after, um, I think in Argentina or something. Anyway, we had the tag team at, at a house show down there uh, of Grand Metallic and Rey Mysterio, so that must have been pretty cool. Um, I forget who they're fighting. It was Buddy Murphy and. Oh, yeah, uh, Buddy Murphy and Almas as their opponents. That must have been an awesome match. Um, all right, so, uh, yeah, this match was, was some pretty cool stuff. Uh, Maria, at one point, stomps one of the pinatas. That was a real bummer. Um, he had a superplex into a pile of tiny pinatas. Um, and then a shooting star press by uh, Lince Dorado to TJP ended the match in a victory so are they there's a lot of discussion about whether they're faces or their heels and i'd say they're faces on 205 live but they are heels on raw um which is i'm not saying that's good or anything but um i'd, I'd say that they're doing that because they are I don't know why I don't know but I, I guess we'll see what happens next week because we're gonna get Lucha House Party versus versus the Revival again and again and again and again and again and again maybe um um so yeah, it was it was, a, it was an alright it, it was an alright episode of two hundred five live. Not a must see or anything like that. Uh, this is a must see though. Uh, Tyler Breeze versus Kurt Hawkins on main event episode three hundred twenty three. Um, going into this, Hawkins is at zero and two thirty eight. Now he's at zero and two thirty nine. Breeze came away with a win there. Um, B team plus Zack Ryder, who uh, the commentary team is. At least part of the who on the commentary team was. Maybe it was it wasn't Vic. It was was it Nigel? 
no nigel wasn't wasn't rooting for them um i think it was vic who's saying who's calling them z team z team z team woo 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 uh they won against mojo raleigh and the ascension um uh, when kurt um Kurt, curtis axel oh my gosh I was confused for a second because I saw a Hawkins written above that. I was like, Kurt, Kurt was in the previous match. He definitely get a, didn't get a pin. Um, Curtis Axel pins Victor um, to win this match. So there's it's kind of fun. And um, this episode, I think, also gave a pretty good um, condensed, condensed version, very condensed version of Raw. Um that uh if you hear about raw being pretty crappy during the week then i recommend just watching main event just watch the whole episode of main event it'll give you the highlights but not really the best necessarily the best parts but the most important parts story-wise going into the next week i think but then you could just watch next week and they'll tell you what was important from last week um now and not necessarily the best parts of the last week either but anyway i think that does it um i'm recording this super early in the morning um because in approximately an hour and a half i gotta head to the airport because i'm going to a bunch of shows um in the next two weeks so pretty much everything from week 50 wow and week 51 no is it yeah it is already um, everything from week 50 and week 51 for 2018, um, I will be on the road at shows. Um, so at uh, Raw and SmackDown for the next two weeks, um, and of course TLC next weekend, and I'll also be going to a house show. Uh, I'm debating whether or not I should go, because I have a ticket for Raw, but it's a $20 ticket. Um, I mean, it's not a great seat anyway. Um, I'm debating. We'll see how Raw goes in San Diego first, um, and how TLC goes. But I'm debating um, instead of going to that, going to uh, the SmackDown house show in Stockton that night, because um, Raw is in Sacramento, and um, yeah, I don't know. I might do that. But we'll see. That's a whole week away. But um, I'll record a new episode. Um, I'll try to record a new episode every day that I, that I see something this week. I'll also be seeing a bunch of shows in, um, not wrestling shows, but like uh, Las Vegas shows in Las Vegas. Um, so I, I'll, I'll do an episode about all of those. Um, I think Tape Face O and Zumanity. Um, these will be my first, um, Cirque du Soleil shows that I've seen other than, um, the one time I've seen, uh, their touring show here in Denver. Um, so it was Kuza. Kuza is awesome. But, um, uh, so I'll do an episode about all of those. And, um, if I go see some movies, um, during the day while I'm out there. Uh, so yeah stay tuned for all this stuff in the next two weeks um super excited for that and um let me know what you thought about everything that happened this week um what movies you're looking forward to there's a bunch of tons tons of bunch of movies 
um, coming out. Um, I have as soon as I get back the next day, I have tickets uh, for Aquaman and Mary Poppins um, at the uh, Elmo Draft House because they had the, the they have the pint glasses for both of them, um, and I've been collecting pretty much all of them whenever they have a pint glass available um, to to order along with the movie. I've been, oh, I need to pick that up. I'll pick that up at the same time. I'll have three pint glasses acquired that day. Um, but I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for both of those movies. Um, and there's a bunch of other ones coming out too. Vice is coming out uh, on Christmas. Um, what else? I think I've already talked about all the stuff that's coming up. And then, of course, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse comes out next week everywhere. Like all the showings, they only have one showing on Friday, one on Saturday, um, at AMC near me. But um, this past weekend that I went to, but uh, yeah, lots of stuff to lots of stuff coming up. Um, so stay tuned for more. Um, I'll, I'll I'm ta- I'm gonna take this microphone with me so you don't have the crappy um, device microphone either the iPad or the the phone um that I've uh that I've used the last couple of um road trips or not trips the last couple of trips um so they should sound a little bit better um if you need more incentive to keep listening um all right that's it let me know what you thought about everything by tweeting me at TIW podcast go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched thanks for tuning in and i'll be back with week 50 part one from san diego california and Monday Night Raw. Um, bye.